What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Morning Grind. I am Grant. I am not Stevie TPFL. I am taking over for him. He is currently out of town. But we got baseball. We got me. We got Keith. How are you doing there, Keith? I'm doing good, man. We've got a, a nice big slate here, and we've got some crazy pitching pricing. Um, we'll get into it, but there's a couple of guys that are just clearly overpriced, a couple of guys that are clearly underpriced. Um, but yeah, should have some, plenty of options anywhere throughout the salary range. So yeah. big slate, lot, lots to look at here. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let's just break right in. We'll start off with the first game on the slate. We got the Rockies going up against the Nationals. Rockies are a dog minus 103, Nationals minus 115. Nine total in this game. Big old total, even though it's not being played in Colorado. Gomber versus Sanchez. Let's start off with Gomber. Any interest in him at 7.7K? No, not at that price tag. Um, there's just so many options on the slate. I think we can be pretty picky on on where we go with pitching. Uh, I don't think we'll need Gomber today. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of immediate cross-offs to me, and this is one of them. No real need to play him. Big total here. Not going to touch him. And then Sanchez on the other side. I mean, Aaron Sanchez has been doing this a long time, and still, years later, I have no interest in him. <laughs> yep, still bad. Uh, Colorado is one of my favorite stacks on the slate, so we can definitely move on from Sanchez. All right, well, sell me on Colorado. I mean, they're not cheap, but this is a high total game here. Yeah, definitely not cheap. You, you do have to pay for them, and Bryant went on the IL, so it, it's not a great lineup. Um, but the, there are some solid bats here, and Aaron Sanchez is, is not a good pitcher. He's only striking out about 11% of guys this year. Um, like, it's not comfortable to roster some of the names from Colorado, but Grichik stands out as one of my favorite at 4,300. Blackman has had a, a down year as he's kind of reached the twilight of his career at 5,200. Uh, McMahon is probably my favorite option at 5,400. Uh, Crone is expensive, but he's, he's certainly in play as well. Um, the, I don't love the pricing here, but I think that the price leaves them pretty low owned uh, when we look at some of the other stuff available on the slate. And I like this spot for them quite a bit just because of the matchup against Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, we got one, we got a few cheap pitchers on the slate that are highly viable. So looking at top price yep. stacks is, is actually pretty easy to do on this slate. But I'm kind of right there with you. I think the Rockies will go a little bit under owned in this spot. Solid overall matchup going up against Sanchez. I'm right there with you. What about over on the other side with the Nationals with a 4.7 implied total? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Gomber is a pretty decent pitcher. Obviously, getting getting out of Coors is a boost to him. Um, Washington is a decent pitcher's park, or I'm sorry, hitter's park, uh, but kind of towards neutral. I, I like Washington. I don't know that they'll be one of my higher own stacks. Um, just their best hitters, obviously, lefty-lefty. Uh, and he's, he's come up a little bit. He was too cheap yesterday, but he's up to 5K now. That's still a little underpriced, but now he's got the lefty-lefty matchup. I mean, Nelly Cruz against a lefty, you can always play him. He's only 3,700. Um, he's definitely fallen off from his prime. Josh Bell, I don't mind at 4K. Um, Ruiz at, at 4,500 is a, is a decent catch, catching option, a little pricey, but Washington's a middle of the road stack for, for me. I would get to them in like 20 lineups. Um, but if I was just playing single entry or three max, I probably wouldn't get to Washington. I, I, I really like them. Um, like Soto is just way too underpriced considering he's 5k. I mean, it's 98% humidity out in uh, Washington tomorrow, a little chance of rain, but bell Cruz, Soto lane Thomas, if he's leaning off, like all very solid options going up against Gomber. I'm I'm kind of on the Washington stack. And if you want to round out with Franco, Hernandez, Robles, 
Escobar, it really anyone in this lineup to round out with some cheap bats if you want to pay up for one of these studs that we'll get to soon. I, I don't mind it. Um, let's move on to the next game here. We got Baltimore going up against Boston. Big old total here, nine and a half. Radish versus Whitlock. We'll start off with Bradish here. Kid's good or going to be good. Kid's got a lot of promise, had only one good outing this year, but 5.7 total bad hitters ball or bad pitchers ballpark. I don't think I could play him at this price tag. Yeah, there, there's some other cheap options here. Um, Whitlock on the other side, I like a little bit better uh, and a couple more down the slate a little bit. So I like Bradish, tough matchup against Boston. Boston's been just absolutely crushing the ball here recently. They went through a bad, bad stretch there where they, they were underperforming, but it looks like they're back now. Story's been on a tear. Uh, they put up a bunch of runs yesterday. Boston looks like they're firing on all cylinders, looking like the offense we kind of expected. So probably be off of Bradish as well. Yeah, and then on the other side, yeah, you mentioned Whitlock. I, I like him. I mean, Baltimore, pretty decent strikeout matchup. Not the greatest hitting team in the world. I know it's not a great ballpark. Whitlock, he's a guy that, I mean, he's been a little bit hit or miss, but the strikeout stuff is generally there. Not going to go horribly late into the game, but even going 80 pitches, he can he can get it done. So 6.8, I think he's on the list of guys you can start in the lower tier today. Yep, I completely agree with you. I think you nailed it. 29% K is for Whitlock. You're only going to get about 80 pitches out of him, but you're getting a discount on the price. Uh, this is, if, if he were throwing 90, 95 pitches, he could be in that 8K price range. So I, I'm fine with him at 6,800. He, he could easily rack up a strikeout per, per inning or better against this Baltimore team. Love the matchup. Not a great park, um, but I think that he'll be able to handle this Baltimore team. Love the price on Whitlock. Yep. Yep. And then I'm probably staying away. Baltimore's fine. Like for the price tag, Hayes, Mullins, Mancini, Santander, Mountcastle, all decent options. Uh, the, the problem is I don't think we need to save money on this slate. And Whitlock's a solid overall pitcher. But if you need a cheap stack, I think they're they're fine as a cheap stack. But that's really it. You're just getting the salary savings. Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind it. But not not something I'll be looking to do. Like you said, I, you can save some money at pitching today. And th that's been a little bit rare this year. Like I think spending up for pitching has been the right way to play so far to this point. But this this slate in particular, there's a couple of cheap guys that, that we can look to. Um, so we won't need the cheap value bats near as much as we have. Yeah. And then on the other side, Boston, probably top stack on the slate. Story just hit another home run. Um, nice. as we're doing this, so there's your hey, time some, some guy I know called uh, a story double dong in the uh, the expert survey today. Or, is it you? Uh, it might have been me, yes. Uh, you must be a <laughs> smart one, but yeah, I mean, literally everyone in this line just play them all. Yeah, I, they're they're on fire, like I mentioned. Um, story's been on a tear, Kike Homer today or yes, last yesterday. Um, he's only 3,500. Verdugo had a bunch of hits. He's 3,300. Like they're just too cheap. Um, Devers at 5,800, one of the top options. Like, yeah, just a, a super talented offense who is firing on all cylinders right now. Um, Bradish is going to be a good pitcher, but not quite there yet. Baltimore bullpen doesn't scare me. Great ballpark. Fire up Boston. All right, let's move on to the next game. we got Cleveland going up against Detroit. Seven total in this game. Guardians, minus 167 favorite. Bieber versus Fado. Start off with Bieber. 9K seems a little bit too cheap in a matchup versus the Tigers. Am I am I missing something here? You are not missing something. This is another reason. Like, we don't have – like, there are 10 
10K to 11K pitchers that we can pay for, and, and I will be doing that a little bit in tournaments, but Bieber is the clear cash game option. Um, probably $1,000 too cheap with a great matchup against Detroit. Um, K's are down a little bit, but it, it's kind of come back here recently. He did have 10 in his last one. Strikeout rates up to 24% on the year. So it seems like he's trending in the right direction. Uh, Bieber is, is a clear cash game pitcher for me today. Yeah, and then Vail on the other side, not an easy match going up against Cleveland. Hasn't been great so far this year. He is cheap, but there's other guys in this range. I mean, I'm not against it. Probably only going to get 90 pitches. Not going to strike out a ton of guys, but he can get the job done. But I just think there's better options in this range. Yeah, I agree. I think there's better options as well. Um, another talented young pitcher, but the, the strikeouts aren't exactly where we were want them to be at this point on a different slate. I think he would absolutely be in play. Um, the matchup against Cleveland is not great. They don't strike out a ton. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. There are other pitchers in the six K range that I would prefer. Yep. Yep. And then Cleveland bats. I mean, it's not great hitting weather. You hasn't been awful. He just hasn't been good. I, I don't know. I mean, Jose Ramirez always in play for me, but I don't really see too much else. I'm liking here. Yeah, Cleveland's offense is is difficult in that they they're a bunch of like contact guys without a ton of power, especially with Fran Mill now on the the IL. There's just not a ton of power to chase in this lineup. So while I think it's a, a decent spot to attack, it's Jose Ramirez as a one off, and that's that's probably about it. A Naylor is cheap at 3,800. I guess you could add like an Owen Miller or Ahmed Rosario to make it a three man stack, but I probably wouldn't be full stacking it. Yeah, and then on the other side, Detroit. I mean. Really, the only argument you you can make is game theory, and they're cheap. Like this is not a good spot here. Yeah, Bieber no. is good, and they are the this Detroit offense has just not been great this year. Yeah, I don't think you need to attack probably the best pitcher on the slate on a on a slate this big. There's going to be other ways that you can gain leverage and, and get different in your lineup. So I'd be out on Detroit against Bieber. All right, let's move on to the next game. We got Philly going up against the Mets. Carrasco. Falter, um, seven to or eight total in this game. Potential rain issues here, um, but I know weatherman will wait on Roth for that. Uh, let's start off with Falter going up against the Mets, low strikeout team. Any interest in him at 7,800 or 7,300? I mean, I think that he's okay. Another pretty decent young pitcher, um, but it's the Mets. I, I don't love the match, matchup against the Mets. Um, this slate with as many pitching options as we have, don't think we'll need to be going here. Yeah, plus you're always worried about his pitch count. I mean, he only made, I think, one start this season, got 65 pitches, so might get up to 80 in this spot here. I don't yeah. think that's going to get it done on this slate for 7.3K. What about Carrasco? Over on the other side, been pretty hit or miss so far this season. Match versus the Phillies isn't great. Um, any interest in him? I don't love the price tag here. Uh, I think they're – like Bieber at 9,000, I would much rather play. There's some pitchers just above that 9,500 price tag that I think have far more upside. Like Carrasco got off to a, a good start this year, but he's kind of fallen back to earth. Um, the strikeouts have come down. He's he's all the way down around 21% now for the season. Um, just don't love this matchup. Just a tough spot against Philly. Uh, probably out on Carrasco at 9,500. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, what about the Philly bats over on the other side? Carrasco's I mean, a solid overall pitcher. I don't think I want to play him or play Philly bats, but I mean, Hoskins, Harper, Castellanos, like Harper is a little expensive, but Hoskins and Castellanos probably a little too cheap. 
Yeah, I agree with the Hoskins, Hoskins and Castellanos call. Real Muto had been really struggling. He did hit a home run last night finally, so he looks like he's breaking out of it. His price tag at 3800 3, is is pretty attractive. But, yeah, probably not a spot I'm looking to stack the Phillies just because Carrasco is a, a pretty decent pitcher. Um, just because I don't want to play him doesn't mean that I want to attack him. So I don't mind a couple of one-offs, maybe maybe make it a mini stack, a, a secondary type of stack, but not, not one of my main teams today. Yep, and then on the other side, the Mets and Falters got some got some talent. Um, I think you can obviously go with Lindor, Alonzo, Marte, um, Canna if he's in the lineup there with a platoon split, a little cheap at thirty two hundred. But I mean, overall, it's, it's it's a mediocre stack to me. Yeah, I, I agree. It's mediocre. The ballpark we didn't mention either. It's it's in City Field in yeah. New York, so tough ballpark to hit. Uh, tough ballpark for home runs. Obviously, you can play Alonzo in any park, um, but I, I don't love the stack either. I think Falter's got some talent. Um, just, yeah, the ballpark is, is what's going to take me off the stack ultimately. All right, just motoring on through. We got the next game here. We got the Yankees going up against the Rays. Tyon versus Springs. Seven and a half total in this spot here. Let's start off with Tyon, 9,200. I mean, Rays, decent strikeout matchup, but that price tag is just a little bit too high for me. This is another one of the guys that's over overpriced. Um, just not enough strikeouts from Tyon. 19% on the season. There are some strikeouts in this Tampa Bay lineup. So I don't know. If he was 8,200, I'd be all about it. But at 9,200, he's just not going to get enough strikeouts to match somebody like a Bieber in the same range. Um, I'm out on Tyon. All right. And then Springs on the other side, probably going to pitch around 80 pitches. Guys got been pretty solid so far this year. Going up against a tough matchup in the Yankees. I mean, granted, they're without Donaldson. They're without Stanton right now. So a little bit of a watered-down lineup here. Any interest in him at just 6,300? I do have a little interest in Springs. He's another one of these guys in the 6K range. I think you can make work today. He's been really good since they've started stretching him out here. Um, up to 7Ks in his, in his last start. 80 pitches, like you mentioned. That's probably about his max. I'm not sure what he has left in the in the tank beyond 80. But at 6,300, um, basically you're just you're hoping he outscores out, outscores Whitlock or um, Gray, who's down in this range as well. But I think he's in play. It is a difficult matchup. You mentioned some of the injuries on the Yankees. I think that that does help Springs here. Um, and there's some strikeouts throughout the rest of the lineup. Like if you get a Gallo in there, lefty lefty with Springs, that that certainly helps. Um, yeah, I, I think you can take some shots here. Yep, yep, right there with you. I mean. It's just that price tag. I mean, I'm I'll probably end up double barreling low price pitchers and with Gray, with Whitlock and with Springs oh, a Paying decent for amount. All the bats. Yeah. If, yep. if this game was in Yankee Stadium, I probably wouldn't wouldn't do it. But because it's in Tampa, great pitchers park. Um, I think that limits the and the Yankees have some injuries too, which helps. So you're you're taking the Yankees out of their hitter friendly park and and they're dealing with some injuries in the lineup. I'm I'm totally fine with Springs. Yep, and then I'm probably staying away from Yankees bats. I mean, I, I I have no problem playing Judge any day. Like, the guy is just crushing it, has a platoon split here. Um, but outside of him, like, it's not a good ballpark. This is a watered-down lineup. There are some cheap bats, but I, I just, like, Anyhar, 2100 maybe, uh, just because of that price tag. But, again, you don't really need it today. Yeah, I, Springs is talented. Tampa Bay's bullpen is pretty talented. Um yeah, tough ballpark to hit in. 
I don't, I don't like the Yankees today. Yeah. And then I'm kind of out on the Rays on the other side there. I mean, there's a few cheap bats, but the bats I want Diaz, Franco, Rosarina all over 5k. So I just can't justify paying that price tag for those guys with uh, going up against a average above average pitcher and tie on. Yeah. It, and then they got the Yankees bullpen behind it. I, I just, I, I can't justify paying these price tags for him. Agree with you completely. Tyon is a, is a strong pitcher, a low walk rate, so not going to have a ton of traffic on the bases. Um, big price tags, tough hitters park. Agree, I'm, I'm out on Tampa. All right, we're moving on here. We've got Miami going up against Atlanta. Eight and a half total, Rodgers versus Ian Anderson. Let's start off with Rodgers. Has not been great so far this season. Has really struggled. His price tag's all the way down to 7,400. I mean, the guy's got good stuff, but I don't think I can, I don't think I can play him on this slate. Like I might take a shot on him on a different one, on a smaller one with less good pitching options, but I just, I, maybe he'll get together eventually like we've seen in the past, but right now it just doesn't look great. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, I would on a different slate. I would be absolutely all about gambling on him figuring it out in this start at seventy four hundred, and it's be, like Acuna has been banged up, and the Braves without Acuna have struck out at the highest rate in baseball. So I would definitely be all about attacking this spot with Rogers, even though he's been struggling. If it were a different slate, but I think there's three or four options priced below him. There's plenty of high ceiling options up in the top range. Um, I agree. I just don't think that, that I'm going to get to him on the slate because of how many options there are. Yeah. And then on the other side, Ian Anderson interests me a little bit. I mean, it's match versus Miami. There's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. He was struggling at the beginning of the season with a bunch of walks, but has been better over the last few games. I think that he makes an interesting, uh, I mean, he's kind of coming what, like 3% owned here. Yeah, I think he will because of the the cheap guys we talked about. There's guys above him. Um, I think he will be low owned. I don't know if I could do. He's kind of in that same conversation with Rogers. Like I think they're they're better pitchers than they've shown this season, and either of them could turn it around. I just I don't know that I need to bank on it being today um, when there are so many options. So I don't mind Anderson. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to talk you off of it. Good matchup with Miami. Um, just not sure how much I'll be able to get with the other options here. Yeah, and then on the other side, Miami Bats. I mean, Anderson's looked better recently. I don't know. I don't want to pay over 5K for Solaire. Like, maybe Jazz is a one-off. But really, nothing stands out here. I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and Jazz has been dealing with that injury, so probably Zaps. It's been a hamstring or some soft tissue, I think. So really concerned about the stolen base upside that typically gives him plenty of fantasy value. Um, yeah, there's just, there's not, a, not much to like here. Anderson is a decent pitcher who seems to be figuring it out. Yeah. And then on the other side, Braves, I, I love the top of the lineup. Riley, Ozuna, Swanson, Albies. I don't even mind Matt Olson in a lefty lefty match. Like I said, Rogers has really struggled so far this season. Um, giving up a decent amount of home runs. He's going up six in his last four starts. It's in Atlanta. It's going to be decent hitting weather. Like I, I think Atlanta is one of the top stacks on the slate. And I think that top of the lineup are some of the best plays on the slate. Nice. Yeah. I, I agree with you on Albies and Riley for sure. They're, they're a little bit underpriced for this matchup. 
um, especially if Rodgers continues to struggle. I hate that the catching is expensive. You got William Contreras at 5,300 or Darno. They might both be in the lineup. Darno's at 4,800. So don't love the pricing on those guys. But Albies, Riley, Swanson, I could certainly be talked into that stack. Um, don't even don't mind Olson lefty lefty like you mentioned. So I don't know that I'd put them in at the top of my list, but I, they're definitely in play for me. I'll have some exposure. All right, moving on to the next game, just rolling right on through. We got the Royals going up against the Twins. We have an eight total. Twins one a one favorite. Keller versus over. Let's start off with Keller. I I just don't play Brad Keller. He he, he can occasionally get a seven inning game in where he gives up no runs and does decent, but he struggled over the last few outings. He just got gave up four runs last time he played Minnesota. We'll get you late into the game, but I mean, overall, not a great fantasy pitcher in my opinion. Yeah, there's just no strikeouts here. 15% strikeout rate on the season. Um, the price tag is fine. Like you said, you'd be looking for a long strike with low run prevention. Um, and I'm just not sure that's enough on this slate because of how many good options we have. Like if he gives you seven innings of one run baseball and strikes out f- four or five, is that is that enough at 7K? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure that it is. So um, because that type of an outing won't get me to the top of the tournament, I'll pass on Keller. Yeah, and then Ober on the other side. I mean, he's just not going to go late enough into the game. I mean, the guy's a solid pitcher, but seeing it 8K for a guy that's probably only going to go 80 pitches may get you to five, maybe six innings. I mean, there's worse things you can do, but you're just not getting enough upside at this price tag to make him worth it. Yep, completely agree. It looks like the the there's a hard cap of 80 as well. He has not hit 80 pitches all season long, so... Like you said, somewhere between four and five innings is probably your likely outcome. Um, not enough strikeouts here to um, want to do it, especially against Kansas City, who's a, who's a low strikeout opponent. So um, eight, 8K is too much for over. Yeah, and then uh, the Royals bats. I mean, over is still a solid pitcher. Like, he's just not going to go late into the game. If I'm going to go with anyone, I'm probably rolling with a lefty, and just none of the lefties really stand out here. I mean, you can go – O'Hearn for super cheap if you want hoping for a bomb there but I'm crossing the Royals off my list yeah I, I do like Ben Benintendi and Melendez as well two more lefties both in the 3800 and 3900 respectively I, I like both of those guys so you could talk me into that little mini stack but um, yeah not, not a full stack situation for me I don't think and then on the other side the twins going up against Keller they're expensive and that's the real problem. I mean, Buxton, I, I'll play every, every single time he's on a slate. Like that guy is, is fantastic right now, but Keller doesn't give up a ton of fantasy production, decent ground ball guy. These price tags are just so tough outside the guys at the bottom. Everyone's pretty much 5k or above. I don't know if I want to pay up for that, but we do have the money. Uh, I'm probably going to wait and see where ownership is lying on them, but if they're going to be, normally owned I, I i probably am going to stay away yeah i mean if if you have the money i i do kind of like this spot for them um but yeah sanchez at 5k is tough correa even at 5500 is like i know he obviously is very talented and has a ton of talent but 5500 he just he hasn't performed to that level this season i'm not sure why they got the big bumps bucks and has certainly earned that price tag but sanchez and Correa for sure seem to be a little bit overpriced 
Kepler has been underpriced all season, and now he seems to be priced appropriately. Arise is a little bit overpriced, in my opinion. So I agree the the pricing seems a little bit off. I do think there's enough value at pitching that that you can make it happen if you want to do it. Um, and Keller is not a guy I'm scared of, so I, I will certainly have some exposure in Minnesota. All right, moving on to the next game here. we got the Brewers going up against the Cardinals. No total out on it because the Cardinals half the time lie about who's pitching. Um, <laughs> But we got Woodruff going up against what is likely going to be Dakota Hudson. Um, we'll start off with Woodruff here going up against the Cardinals. Cardinals going to face a lot of righties here. Woodruff sitting at 9K. He's been a little bit up and down so far this season, or 9.8K rather. Been a little bit up and down this season. Kind of coming together recently here. Um, I don't hate him. There's, I, I think I prefer a few pitchers right around the same price range instead of him though. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Like the strikeouts just have seemingly not been there for him. Um, this is a guy who, who contends for the Cy Young year after year. Uh, he has not been quite to that level at this point. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his strikeout rate on the fly. Like he's usually up in that like 28 to 30 strikeout range. I guess he, he is at 28% for the Yeah, he's, he's, so, he's come together a lot but, more recently. He just started off very slow with his strikeouts. Yeah, and but he's only been at six strikeouts the last couple of times out too. Like, I don't know. I, I'd be looking for seven, eight strikeouts in the when you're talking about a 10K salary tag. But I think that is still in there. I don't know if St. Louis is the matchup that he goes and finds it. So I agree with you. I do like some of the other pitchers better, but Woodruff will absolutely be in my tournament mix. If for some reason he he comes in low owned because people are scared of St. Louis uh, and their low strikeouts, it's a spot that I would attack and go overweight in tournaments. Yeah, and then Dakota Hudson on the other side, super cheap, fifty four hundred. I mean, not a great matchup, not a terrible matchup. Um, any interest in him? The price tag is is all right. You're probably looking at 85 to 90 pitches from him. Um, strikeouts have been all the way down at 13% this year. He's walked too many guys. Uh, walks are up at 11%. I just I don't think that he is quite all the way back to what he was from his injury. So I probably need to see a little bit more, a big slate, and a big slate with with cheap pitching options as well. So I think there are, are better options, even, even with his low $5,400 price tag. Yeah, and then Brewers bats, I think like McCutcheon probably a little bit too cheap. They can go Wong, I think you can go Yelich, I think you can go Rowdy, Taylor, if he's in there, twenty six hundred, too cheap of a price tag. I don't mind the stack. It's not at the top, but it's a. I think it's a pretty solid one. Yeah, I think they're in play for sure. I did not look at weather in St. Louis. If it's hot in St. Louis, I think that's 69 degrees. uh, Nice, but not not so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wish it was a little bit warmer and humid. When it's warm and humid in St. Louis, the the ball flies a little bit better. A little bit too chilly, I think, to make this a priority. I don't mind it, though, especially Tellez and and Yelich. They're in the the 4Ks. I think those are fair price tags on those two guys in particular. Yeah, and then Cardinals bats. All expensive, like Arnado, Goldschmidt, Edmund, all over 5K. I have no interest in paying those price tags for him. Yeah, I agree. Well, like Woodruff, even though he struggled, he's still a talented pitcher. Um, like even when he's bad, he's he's okay enough. Uh, and I think he's starting to figure some things out. Uh, definitely not playing St. Louis here. 
Yep. All right. Moving on to the next game. We got Toronto going up against the Angels. It's a pick em here. Eight total. Manoa going up against Silseth. Let's start off with Manoa. I mean, 10.2K. This guy's good. Not a great matchup. Not going to go as late as I'd like him to into the game. Um, I think that he's, I'm probably out on him just because I'd rather go Verlander. I'd rather go Woodruff. I'd probably rather go Manea. Um, it's just, I don't see a ton of upside at his price tag. Yeah, I mean, I think he comes in low owned in the spot because of the matchup and how good the Angels have been on offense. Uh, and I really wanted to like Manoa. I, I think like in tournaments, getting a, a Manoa under 10, 10% owned on the slate seems really appealing, but I dug into his numbers a little bit and the strikeouts just have not been there. Um, he's had four strikeouts, four strikeouts and three strikeouts in his last three. And two of those uh, were against Cincinnati who strikes out a bunch and Tampa Bay who strikes out a bunch. I don't know what's going on with the strikeout stuff. He has an elite slider, which is a great strikeout pitch. He gets a ton of swings and misses with that. So I need to dig into his. So his... it's Tampa Bay and Cincinnati. They're going to platoon out a bunch of guys. So I think that's so he faced a lot it. of lefties. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, when you have your biggest out pitches, your slider, you're going to get way more strikeouts going up against righties than you are against lefties. I mean, granted, he's not terrible versus lefties, but it's going to strikeout numbers are going to come down a little bit. That being said, like he's still probably only going to be 90 pitches which he can get there but i mean verlander has just got a better matchup and is a better pitcher yeah i think that's fair but i i do have some interest in manila here and especially if he comes in low um think he think he's in play i will have more beaver i'll have more verlander for sure we'll have more woodruff for sure as well but if i'm just saying for a large field tournament if manila is coming in low owned, i've got some interest here yeah and then on the other side still seth Good pitcher, tough matchup. I mean, Grant, we've only seen him play Oakland twice, so we'll see how he faces against an actual good team. I think you can take a tournament flyer on him. On him, I know that Blue Jays are very, very talented lineup, but Silfet Seth has been solid overall. They're going to let him go close to 100 pitches, 7,900. Probably not a high enough price tag for his talent, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Toronto did just put up some runs on Otani, but Otani struck out 10 in that matchup as well. So there, there is some swing and miss in the Toronto lineup. Um, I don't hate it. Uh, I think, um, who was the other guy? Over it was at around 8K, and there was one other guy we had slight interest in. I think Seth would be my favorite in the 8K range. Yeah, and then Toronto bats. It, well, I do have some interest in Seth. We don't know how he's going to react going up against an actual good team. Um, like I said, Toronto may strike out a decent amount, but Bichette, Vlad, Chapman, Springer. I, I don't mind a little Toronto stack if it's going to come in at real low ownership because I could see Silva Seth being 10 plus percent owned in the spot. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And anytime you get a young pitcher making his third career start, um, there's always like a, a chance that, that he just blows up and, and doesn't have it, comes out and is completely wild throws 35 pitches in the first inning and, and you get the bullpen super early in the game. So that's always in play. Um, the Blue Jays are obviously a talented offense. I know they've been scuffling a little bit lately. Like I mentioned, they did finally have a decent output against Otani uh, yesterday, but I, th yeah, definitely in play here. All right. And then the angels on the other side, I mean, knows good. If I'm going to, I don't, I don't think there's anyone I really want to play. I mean, Trout's always in play. Ward's been solid. Rendon, but I, I, I think that 
Manoa is just too good of a pitcher for me to want to stack or even take one offs against him at these price tags. Yeah, I, I'm not going to stack against Manoa. I don't mind the lefty power as as one off. So give me Otani or Walsh as a as a one off. But outside of that, I'm I'm definitely not stacking. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next game, we got Houston going up against the Mariners. It is a seven total here. Verlander versus Flexen. Start off with Verlander. Top play on the slate. I mean, he's he's been very good this year. Looks like his old self. 10.5K is a high price tag, but you can pair him with a cheap pitcher. Up close to 30 in three of the last five starts here. Seattle, solid overall matchup for a pitcher. Verlander's my top option. Yeah, I, I would have Bieber higher point per dollar, but I think he's right there in the conversation. I think he has the highest ceiling on the slate, certainly. Um, he's got complete game upside. He's got uh, double-digit strikeout upside. Uh, absolutely one of the top options on the slate. Yep, and then Flexen on the other side, low strikeout guy going up against a low strikeout team with some power. I have no interest in Flexen. Yeah, no interest. He could be free. You could pay me to play him, and I, I would not play him in this matchup. Yeah, and then Houston. I mean, it's going to be 59 degrees in Seattle. That's that's kind of what's – I would be all over Houston if it weren't for the weather outside and then playing in Seattle. I still like the Houston stack, but I'm not going to go super heavy on them like I would if it was better weather. But, I mean, flexing guy that gives up hard contact, gives up some fly balls. we got Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Brantley, Tucker. Like, I still really like all of them. Houston's not my top stack like it would be with good weather, but they're probably in the top three, top four maybe. Yeah, they're, they're way up the board for me. Uh, love Houston in this spot. Matchup great against uh, Flexen. He, like there's going to be a ton of balls in play. Um, Houston doesn't strike out. Flexen doesn't strike anyone out. So yeah, like tons of balls in play. Good things happen when the, when balls are put in play. So I'll, I'll be stacking Houston a ton. All right. And then Mariners outside of maybe Winker, just because he has a platoon split and he's three K I'm, I'm just full on fading them. Verlander is too good. Yeah. Agree. We, I like the Winker call as a cheap one-off just trying to find a home run, but there's no, there's no reason to stack against Verlander. All right, let's move on to the next game here. We got Texas going up against Oakland. Eight and a half or eight total here. John Gray versus Urban. So we've talked about it already before. John Gray may not be great, but he's probably better than 5,500. And against the A's, he's definitely way better than 5,500. The A's are not good. The A's are going to struggle here. And John Gray. I'm expecting like 20 points out of here, which at 5,500, I'm going to take 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. I don't know what DK is doing here. Like th- this is clearly a misprice. Uh, he was 8,300 like, versus Houston, Houston and they dropped in his down. last third. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense. 9,400 against the angels before that. Like John Gray is not a great pitcher. I don't really want to play him in DFS, but I'm being forced to play him on this slate because he is a far more talented pitcher than 5,500. He's going to have a full leash, a full allotment of pitches, uh, should be around 90 to 95. Uh, saw him up to 94 in that Houston start. Like any t- any pitcher throwing baseballs, 95 pitches in a, in a game for 5,500 I have interest in. When it's somebody as talented as John Gray with that kind of a track record, like but he's just he's, – he's underpriced, and it's one of the best matchups in baseball. Yep. Top overall point-per-dollar pitcher on the slate and – Anyone who argues with that is probably yeah. not 
No, John Gray, base John Gray chalk is not going to be delicious. Oh, yeah. No, think, I mean, the only, yeah, <laughs> the only reason to fade him is like his game theory. Like, honestly, yeah, I'm, I, mean, I might have thrown an A stack today. Yeah. And in tournaments, give, give me somebody like uh, Whitlock over Gray for sure. But like cash games, I, th- he's, he should be 8K in this price. So he's $2,500 underpriced. Yeah. And then Cole Irvin on the other side. I mean, it's being played in Oakland. He's not a great pitcher. Not terrible, though. He can get it done. He can eat up some innings. He'll get a few strikeouts. Going up against Texas, I don't I don't hate him at 6,500. Again, prefer Whitlock, prefer Gray, uh, prefer, what's his name, um, Springs. But Irvin, I think, is in play, especially if he's going to come in at low ownership. Yeah, it's just the upside that I'm I'm worried about. I think Springs has more strikeout upside. Whitlock definitely has more strikeout upside. So now we're talking about three pitchers in the 6K range, and Irvin would be the third option for me. Just not sure how much of them I need. Um, I, I He's a fine pitcher. He's probably better than, than 6,500, and I don't hate the matchup, but don't know that I'll need him on the slate. Yeah, and then on the other side, Texas Bats. I mean, Simeon's under 4K. Garver's under 4K. Garcia's under 4K. I think any one of those righties are fine, um, but I hate the ballpark. I hate playing guys in Oakland every single time. So outside of those three is cheaper one-offs. I'm probably out on Oakland bat or on Texas bats. Yeah. Um, Garver and, and Simeon, their prices, I, I do like quite a bit. Um, Heim also, depending on who's in the lineup or both of them crack the lineup. Um, but yeah, I, I don't love stacking. Irvin is a control guy gets a decent amount of ground ball. So I don't love the stack, but I, I think there's a couple pieces here you can put together for a mini stack. Yeah. Then Oakland side, there's no reason to ever play Oakland except for the fact that John Gray is going to be 60% owned. <laughs> and so it's, it's strictly a game theory. Like I do not expect they have a 3.3 implied run total. It's being played in one of the worst hitting ballparks in the league. But just the fact that John Gray is going to be so heavily owned. I don't hate a full A stack in tournaments. Yeah, from a game theory perspective, that makes a ton of sense. Um, they're really cheap too. So, like, if you play a, an Oakland, a full stack of Oakland, you you can pay up for Verlander and Bieber easily. You can go up to Verlander and uh, Woodruff if that's what you want to do. Like, you're going to be able to do whatever you want with the other spots in your lineup. So. You get, get plenty of leverage and the freedom to put some really high upside plays and in, into those other spots. Yep. All right. Moving on to the next game here. We got the Dodgers going up against the Diamondbacks. We have a nine total here. Um, I can never remember how to pronounce this guy's last name. Um Pepio, I believe it is. Pepio, yeah. I'm not great with French names. Um, <laughs> going up against Bumgarner. Any interest in Pepio at 9.9K? <laughs> So as underpriced as John Gray is, Ryan Beppio is is that overpriced. So uh, I think he's a talented pitcher, but I am definitely not paying almost 10K for him on the slate. Yep, and I'm not paying for Bumgarner going up against the Dodgers. No, terrible spot for him. Um, no thanks. Yeah, and Bumgarner's due for some negative regression. Like, do we? I don't think the dome's going to be open. It's 100 degrees there. If the dome's open. Um, I'm going to check real quick. You go ahead and talk to me about the Dodgers. I'm going to check to see if the dome's open. Yeah, I mean, just one of the top offenses on the slate. Um, super talented. They are expensive, but we've talked about plenty of ways to save some money. Um, you, you could go down at pitching. 
into that 6k range there are multiple options if you if you like it's been really hard to full stack the dodgers all year long i think it's pretty easy to do on this slate if you just play gray and whitlock with a full dodger stack you're not going to be different in tournaments i think plenty of people will do that uh, but it, it is absolutely viable on this slate the dome is going to be open oh man the dodgers are yeah um maybe some of those other 6k pitchers like a Cole Irvin like a, as a way to get just not build the Whitlock uh, Whitlock Gray and a, and a full Dodger stack maybe some of those other pitchers we talked about in the 6k range are going to be viable tournament pivots just because I love that construction so much yeah Dodgers right up with my favorite favorite stack on the slate I mean dome open Bumgarner is not good I stack against him constantly and never really seems to work out but i am doing it again i don't care uh stack them up real simple everyone even even freeman with the lefty lefty i don't hate just because freeman's so good then on the other side with the dome open um pepier I, I don't know i think they're gonna go low owned i love the weather any interest in a diamondback stack because i'm kind of a little interested in it I didn't have interest until you said the dome was going to be open. Um, I think Pepio is a pretty good pitcher. He was decent at his first time out. Uh, let me look at their pricing here. Cause I kind of, kind of wrote them. Yeah. They're, they're not super cheap, but again, we've kind of talked about it the whole, the whole podcast. It like, you're going to be able to do whatever you want because there are plenty of places to save money. You can do it at pitching. You can find some value one-offs uh, with the bats. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be a hundred degrees in Arizona. The ball should be flying with the dome open. Um, and it, it, it's a young pitcher. So it's kind of that same thing we talked about. Like their their consistency is going to be uh, not as strong in at the beginning of their career. So he could absolutely have a bad outing. Maybe you get a, a long man out of the Dodgers bullpen. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I don't love the pricing on it, but like a Christian Walker at 4,700 is fine. Pavin Smith at 3,800, be okay with that. And they, they will put a couple of other bats in there um, where you can save some money and get in the bar shows and, and Marte as well. Um, like Alec Thomas has been playing quite a bit here recently. He's 3,300. McCarthy has been the other platoon outfielder at 2,800. So, yeah, I mean, you talked me into it. I wasn't, I wasn't on Arizona hardly at all, but uh, yeah, I, I will have some exposure here. All right. Moving on to the last game of the night. we got the Pirates going up against the Padres. We have a seven total Quintana going up against Manea. Jose Quintana been pretty solid so far this season. Sitting at 8.3K, this Padres lineup isn't what it used to be. Um, it's not an awful matchup here. I, he just keeps putting up decent numbers start after start. 8.3K, I still don't think I can do it, but I mean, I'm not going to judge anyone for playing him. I, I cannot play him as a Cubs fan who watched this guy scuffle the last couple of years in Chicago and seeing what Dylan Cease has been doing this year for the White Sox, who, who gave up from him. I'm, I'm not a Jose Quintana fan. Um, good for him for his start to the season, but I don't, I don't think he is that good of a pitcher, uh, tough matchup against San Diego. I, I'm definitely not playing him on the slate. Yeah. And then Manea, I think he's pretty solid. I mean, it's matchup going up against, the Pirates, Manea, been a little bit up and down this season, but he's strikeout stuff has been there pretty much every single start. He's had five-plus strikeouts. Again, Pirates, a solid overall matchup. I prefer Verlander. I might have him above Woodruff, 
definitely below Bieber, but I think Benet is in play, and if he's not going to be heavily owned, it's going to be 65 degrees over in San Diego. I don't mind him. Yeah, I, I like Benaya a good good amount here. Um, he's like he, he had that one random outing with twelve strikeouts. I don't expect something like that, uh, but I think you could get eight or nine strikeouts here in this matchup against Pittsburgh um, for ten K. I'll I'll take that. He has one of the longest leashes in baseball. Great matchup against Pittsburgh. Decent pitchers park in San Diego. I think everything lines up for him. Uh, you mentioned like Verlander. And, and Woodruff and Beaver are probably all coming in higher on than Manaya. So I think he, he makes for a, a great tournament pivot. I'll, I'll definitely be heavily exposed. All right. And then on the pirate side of things, I don't have Manaya is too good. Yeah, I agree. Good, good control, good ground balls. Not, not a pitcher I like to stack against at all. Yep. Yep. And then Padres bats. I mean, Machado is fine. That's really all I have interest in. Yeah, I have a little more interest in the San Diego bats. I love Machado. I think he is one of the top options on the slate. Dude's been really good this year, um, has crushed left-handed pitching this season. Uh, I So 5,100 for Machado seems a little bit underpriced, probably about 500 underpriced. I'm, Quintana has control and he has some ground balls, so I don't know that I'll full stack it. I just I, I love Machado as a one-off. You could talk me into some Will Myers, who's cheap, some Luke Voigt, who's cheap. Um, Austin Nola is a cheap catcher. Like, I I may end up stacking San Diego. I'm interested here. I've got to dig into Quintana's numbers a little bit and see just how lucky he's been getting and what, and how much of that is real. Um, but no matter what, I, I do love the cheap cheap power bats from Myers and Voigt, and I think Machado is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right, let's get to the morning grind game and then get on out of here. Pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who you got? Uh, it's Garrett Whitlock for me. I love that matchup against Baltimore. Uh, young guy with who's flashed some big strikeout stuff already. Uh, was Had big stuff, strikeout stuff in the bullpen last year. It has translated to the rotation as well now that they've stretched him out a little bit. So I, I love Garrett Whitlock today. All right, I'll just go with the easy one. John Gray. <laughs> um, pitcher over Oak. 8K to get 15 less than 15 points. Who's your top price bust? Uh, I had Eflin written down, but they actually swapped that to Falter. So let me find a new one here, real quick on the fly. Um, we just Jose Quintana. I, I just don't believe what he's doing. I, I think this is a bad matchup um, against San Diego. So give me Quintana. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Pio, Pepe. Pepe, whatever his name is. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know why I struggle with that so much. Um, high price bat to hit a home run. Uh, give me Machado, fifty one hundred against Quintana. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Betts. Um, bat under four K to get two or more hits. Who you got? Um, we like that Boston stack a good amount. Uh, Kike Hernandez had a nice game. He's still only thirty five hundred. I like the spot for Kike. I'm gonna go with Nelly Cruz. Show he'll show some uh, all right some some of his old stuff. The, the old man. Love it. All right. Any last minute thoughts before we get on out of here? Uh, nope. I don't think I have anything else. I'll definitely have an article up over on Scores and Odds. So make sure you check yeah, that out. You've been crushing. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, shout out to Justin Carlucci. Also, he was four and zero on his props again last night. Dude is 15 and one over his last 16 props, 
the the premium picks that he's written up for scores and odds you're crushing over there at scores and odds like just the whole team over there is is just doing awesome so if you guys aren't checking out scores and odds you're you're doing something wrong you make bad life choices yeah yes yes no good sign that plus i mean if you want 20 bets a day generally in the action lounge i've got i've got bets going all the time all day long yes sir go check it out keith thanks for joining me it's been fun stevie will be back next week we're out of here Thank you, kids.